Elizabeth, and I'm a Sagittarius. Hi, I'm Kimmy, and I'm a Gemini. And together we are sister signs. Woo! We both did it this time. (laughs) Okay, so today we are going to be talking celebrity couples and their astrological signs. We each pick a couple that was broken up and one that is still together. And then we're also going to be talking about best and worst Sagittarius celebrities because Sagittarius season is right around the corner. It might already be here by the time you guys are listening to this episode. So without further ado, we're going to get into it. Kimmy, tell us about the celebrity couple that you picked. I picked Tom Holland and Zendaya because, one, I, I do love them, but I also think it's interesting because they're right around my age, so it's been interesting to see their romance blossom over the last couple of years. And so I was trying to find the exact timeline because they were pretty hush-hush about their relationship, but essentially they were first officially linked back in 2016 whenever they were doing Spider-Man Homecoming together. And there were kind of rumors just because everyone knew that Tom was going to be Spider-Man and Zendaya was going to be MJ, so of course that's a natural romance that plays out in all the Spider-Man films. And then one moment that I really love from them is before they were dating whenever, and you told me you haven't seen this, but the lip sync battle that they do, and Tom's performance is definitely the highlight of it just because he just surprised everyone whenever he comes out with a wig that's in the shape of a bob, and he's wearing like a black corset with some, I think there were boots, and he's doing a mashup of Singing in the Rain and Umbrella by Rihanna, and the look on Zendaya's face is just priceless, so I feel like there were a lot of moments in their friendship that led to them being the couple that they are today. And they actually weren't confirmed to be dating until July 2021, whenever there was a photo of them kissing in a car together. Oh, so they were trying to keep their relationship on the down low. Definitely, on the down low, and then they were also saying that, no, you only think we're dating because we're co-stars, and it comes with the territory, but lo and behold, they were probably dating. I wonder if they were trying to protect their relationship because people, like, they didn't want people to think that it was for PR. Mm Mm-hmm. And I could see that, but they were also linked to other people throughout 20, I would say like 2019 up until end of 2020. They were linked to dating potentially other people, but those weren't confirmed either. There were just some photos, like she was dating a different co-star and he was dating a family friend, things like that. Okay. Well, what are their zodiac signs? Because I don't, I don't know anything about them. Okay. So my sweet Tom, he's a Gemini and Zendaya is a Virgo. And I think that's also a reason why I feel very drawn to them, is because my big three are in Gemini and Virgo. But what I found interesting is that they have a lot of placements that really complement each other, and I feel like their relationship is definitely one that is a slow burn with a strong foundation that will hopefully last for many years, but we'll see. Okay, so like I said, I don't know much about Tom and Zendaya other than like what I've seen them together in movies and maybe like some interviews for promotional things and like some TikTok videos or whatever but from what I've seen they seem very cute very sweet they are I also I saw this thing on I think it was an Instagram reel but people were saying that Tom Holland took notes from this one interview that Zendaya gave where she was listing things that are important for her and things that she looks for in a boyfriend or in a partner and Tom after that interview was released like Tom was seen in interviews doing those things like 
calling Zendaya beautiful and brushing like a little hair behind her ear and just always like being sweet and making her laugh and he makes her laugh all the time I mean like I said when the lip sync video she fell off her chair because she was laughing so hard and then from there like just every interview they're in together she's like head back laughing oh that's so so sweet yeah if there's ever an episode that Beyond the Blinds releases on them, and that's like my celebrity gossip podcast that I listen to. I don't think I'll ever, I'll ever tune into that episode. I'll skip it because I don't want to ruin the illusion that their relationship is just like cute and happy and fun. Like I don't want to know if there's any like Hollywood, like darkness in it. I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't really want to know either. And the thing is, when you look at the past Spider-Man couples, they've all dated. And then they've all broken up. So I do think there is a little bit, not maybe a curse, that's, Maybe but, that's why they wanted to keep it on the down low. Yes, but I also, I forgot to mention, so they have an aspect in their charts together that makes them not only meant to be celebrities, but meant to be a celebrity couple, which I found very interesting. So I'm hoping that they will stay together, but who knows? I mean, last week, Love was blind, and if if they break up, I don't think Love is real, so. Oh. I know. It's a lot of pressure on them, but... I hope the best for Tom and Zendaya, our Gemini and Virgo couple. I don't know... I don't know much about, like, the compatibility aspects. I don't have it memorized or anything like that. But they seem like they complement each other well. So we shall see. Time will tell. Mm -hmm. So for my couple that's still together, I chose John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Uh, I tried to pick a couple that had been together for a very long time. And I'm... I've only listened to, like, John Legend's, like, hits, so if it's on the radio, I've heard it, but other than that, like, he's not on any playlists I make or anything, and then Chrissy Teigen is just, like, just very controversial, I feel like. People either love her or hate her, which is the mark of a Sagittarius. So, Chrissy is a Sagittarius, John is a Capricorn, and... Like, because I'm a Sagittarius, I see all the traits that she has, which is people either love her or they hate her. And there's no in-between, so I feel like that's spot on for her. And then I don't know, like I said, I don't know much about John Legend, but from, like, the music videos and interviews that I've seen him in, he seems very, like, reserved and traditional, and it's just traits of, like, a Capricorn, like, stereotypical Capricorn. But as far as the history of their relationship, so they met in 2006 on the set of his music video, And then I guess they dated in between that. I don't know, like, a whole bunch about it. But he proposed to her in 2011. And then they got married in September of 2013. And they're still together. They've got babies together. And they make all these heartfelt Instagram posts. And I mainly just see stuff from Chrissy. I don't see stuff from John. True. But I think it's just mainly because I follow women. But one thing that I noticed was interesting when I was looking at their charts is that John has a moon in Sagittarius, and so maybe that speaks to Chrissy's Sagittarius sun, but typically he is lighthearted, um, but he doesn't like to acknowledge sadness or moodiness. Like, he would rather be, like, the fun person joking around, like, cheering you up type of thing. Uh, He's very candid, he's very frank, which I think pairs well with, like, the practicality of being at Capricorn. So he does know how to have fun. He likes to be independent, travel, do new things, but he's also about his business because he's a Capricorn. And then what is up with these moon and cancer people that I feel like (laughs) we just always seem to talk about? I'm very familiar with moon and cancer because my husband has a cancer moon. 
and that is Chrissy's moon sign. So she a lot of times can be moody, sad, she'll feel misunderstood. She has to have a good home base. She has a strong sense of like needing home belongingness. I guess I can see that from the way Chrissy posts because she may say some like unhinged off the wall stuff like that's her Sagittarius coming out but then whenever she talks about John or her kids anything to do with her family you can see like that Cancer Moon coming out like very emotional touchy-feely and then when you look at other aspects in their chart you see that they have deep conversations together and that Chrissy is a positive force in John's life so that's the part that I think is most important is she pushes his creativity and then together they have a lot of romance and admiration for each other. They have aspects of good communication reflected in their chart and that they have mutual respect for each other, which I think is important in any relationship. And I think when people look at the surface level of them being a Capricorn Sagittarius couple, you'd say, I don't really think they're a match. But when you delve further into the rest of their chart, they do have things that bring them together. And I'm sure like any relationship, they have their points of conflict. But from what we can see on the surface, they seem to get along pretty well. And then I don't know much about celebrity gossip from the both of them. I just know that they seem to be a very popular couple. Like when people talk about couple goals and couples that are still together, they usually mention John and Chrissy. I feel like I heard a lot of that a few years ago, but then when the pandemic hit, I feel like Chrissy's popularity dropped a little bit. She said some unhinged things, Yeah, and I think that's her Sagittarius coming out, because Nicki Minaj did the same thing, and she's a Oh, Sagittarius. we are gonna talk about Nicki <laughs> later, okay? And I'm probably gonna make some people very upset. But with Chrissy, I do still like Chrissy overall, but I definitely remember seeing t some tweets that were just a little too far. She just... Maybe it's good that Twitter gets shut down. It'll save Chrissy, like, from putting her foot in her mouth. But what am I gonna scroll on all day? No, I think she deleted her Twitter. She either deleted her Twitter or went off of it for a while because That's good. she got into a lot of hot water because yeah. she would, I guess her feelings would get hurt by a fan and then she would destroy them That's after that. That's her cancer moon. Okay, well. Literally her cancer moon. When you have that big of an audience, you have to be careful what you say because then everyone can see it. So, I mean, I still do like them as a couple. I think John has written some great songs. Hopefully they are about Chrissy, like All of Me. What are some other ones? I'm trying to think. But, I don't know. So, as far as astrology goes, I can't really tell if their relationship is going to stand the test of time. I mean, and also, like, real-life stuff happens in between, and they're both parents, and I think they also had, they lost a child mm -hmm. at one point, and anytime there's, like, big trauma in a relationship, it's literally make or break. So, hopefully, you know, I never wish ill on anyone, but hopefully Chrissy and John have a relationship that will stand the test of time and then show that they are astrologically compatible. It's so fulfilling when you see stuff like that. You're like, hmm, yes. I don't know. I don't know what to say about if they're going to make it. I feel like they'll make it, they'll be strong for the next five to eight years. They'll stay in it for the kids. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just need to go on, <clears throat> well, actually, that's not really a fair judgment to say that I should go on social media and see because social media is just a tiny little fraction. I know, yeah. I think, so if they ever had a celebrity blind item episode released on them, I would probably listen to that one. Because I do want to know the juicy details of their life. Do you ever feel like Chrissy's too much for John, though? I feel like when I think about them, that is what I deserve. But maybe that's because... That's the Sagittarius Capricorn yeah, duality. No, like, yeah, that makes sense, but... 
Well, okay, I think whenever you talk about the couple that broke up, then... It'll make a lot more sense why you think that about Chrissy and John. Yes. 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 So, do you want to talk about your your couple that broke up? I do. This is also a couple that I kind of grew up with, and it is Jelena, Justin Bieber, and Selena Gomez. I used to be in love with Justin Bieber, and I also had a lot of admiration for Selena Gomez. I thought she was so cool watching them together on award shows and everything and seeing their cute little videos. I used to love them. And I thought it was very interesting because they had a lot of up and downs in their relationship. Justin was going through it. Selena was also. But, and then there, I'm sure you've heard some of the blind items about them, about how Justin took the fall for Selena a couple times. Yes. Selena had, maybe she still does, she had a bad drug problem. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot, not a lot of people knew that because her PR team did an amazing job portraying her as a little goody two-shoes, yeah. as, you know, charitable angel. humanitarian, yeah, an absolute angel, and then Justin's the bad boy that drags Selena down. I don't think that's the reality of the situation. I don't think that it is either, but what I find interesting about their charts is that... Wait, 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 rewind. What's their sun signs? Their sun signs. Okay, so... Selena is a Cancer, and Justin is a Pisces. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I know, I know. So they're both water signs. So, I mean, in the beginning, I think that is why they went along well together, because they were pretty young when they first started dating, mm-hmm. and, you know, all you think about is just, like, surface-level stuff. You dig in a little bit deeper, you get to see that uh, Selena's chart is made up a lot of fire placements, and Justin is, like, all water, pretty much. Oh, no. Yeah, and uh, Selena... Especially whenever you think about the blind items that we were mentioning earlier. Selena is super independent. She wants to do her own thing. She has a fire Mercury, a fire Venus, and a fire Moon sign. So all of her reactions and the way that she treats people is all, you know, very bold. And then with Justin, he's more low-key. Water signs are pretty easygoing for the most part. He'll just write a song about you. Yeah, and he did write plenty of songs about Selena. I'm sure we could list them. You know, I did just remember the song that Justin had, the one called Love Yourself. Oh, yeah. That one, when I first heard that, I knew for sure it was about Selena. One great song. It is still a banger. I can play it in my head right now. But it is funny whenever you think about their relationship and, like, all the ups and downs that they had. But then you look at him now, he's married to Hailey Bieber or Hailey Baldwin, and now they you don't really hear much about them at all. They're a very low-key couple, and it's because Haley also has a lot of water placements. So Mm. I think now that I see... Initially, I was a little upset that Justin moved on because they were such an iconic relationship in my childhood. But now that I see Justin is a a lot happier and more calm with Haley, I can kind of understand why sometimes young love is not meant to last, I guess. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely think Justin and Selena... I will say that they were an iconic couple, if anything, just because of their star power at the time was just unmatched, and everyone wanted to be all up in their business, and I definitely think, like, the pressures of fame got to them, and like you said, Justin took the fall for a lot of things that Selena may have, you know, done, allegedly. Allegedly, she had a really bad drug problem, and then... Now she has her lupus diagnosis, which I'm not going to, like, invalidate it at all. But I do know that, like, a lot of celebrity blind items 
usually say that people pick like celebrities will pick lupus or um, Lyme disease or something to hide that they have like what is it help like bad health effects from all the drug and alcohol abuse that they've Oh, gone shoot. through really and yeah they'll pick like they'll just pick like an autoimmune disease and say i have this i and don't then... know though because she did gain all of that weight and that happens to people whenever they're adjusting mm-hmm. to that she did gain all of that weight yeah. and then she needed the kidney transplant and that's why i'm saying like i'm not trying to i'm not trying to invalidate like her lupus diagnosis or say that it's not real i'm just saying that that is something that celebrity blind items that they reference anything so i like i said i'm not saying either or i'm not an expert i don't know i don't judge i'm just saying that's out there you know what i should have looked into do you remember when selena was dating the weekend yeah and the weekend was gonna give her his kidney he wrote a song about that too that's so wild i should look at his star or his um astrology birth chart to see his placements because selena clearly had a strong effect on both of these men but, oh, interesting. Yeah, so, again, not trying to, like, I've just listened to so much celebrity gossip that it's, like, infiltrated my brain, so that's how my brain works now. I just automatically go to that. Mm, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too naive, but I don't, I don't want to believe, believe that, but maybe. Don't, don't go down that rabbit hole, because once you do, there's no coming back, and then everything you see from that point on is just going to be, like, red flags. I feel like listening to the, the, what is it called? Blind, beyond the, beyond, beyond the, the blinds. blinds, yeah. I feel like listening to that would just give me trust issues. I do have trust issues now, like, listening to all that celebrity <laughs> stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone's terrible. And the thing is, I hear all the time about how effed up Hollywood is, but, man, some of the stuff, whenever I'm in the car with you and you have that on, mm-hmm. um, you're like, what the heck, Tom Hanks, what are you doing? Yeah! Oh, man. Okay, that, we're going off on a tangent. I'm going to talk about my celebrity couple that broke up, and they have the same sun and moon signs as Chrissy and John. So it's Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. So Miley is a Sagittarius queen. Liam is a Capricorn. Their relationship, I feel like, is what you were talking about with Chrissy and John. Like, she's too much for Liam, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a big part of, like, her birth chart with her being a Sagittarius. And then she also has a Scorpio moon. So she's very passionate. She's very possessive. And I think that comes out in her music. And then Liam, even though he is a Capricorn, he has a moon in Leo. So he could be like reserved as a Capricorn, but he also has like a fiery temperament. He could come off as self-centered or pompous or arrogant. I'll say. (laughs) Yeah, and then I think that's why, like, when you look at them now compared to when they first got together, um, like, so June 2009, that's when they filmed the last song together, and then I think that's when their relationship started, too. Yeah. Because after that movie came out, they went to all the red carpets together, and then they came out that they were dating, and yeah, like, back then... When Miley was good little miss, like, I'm leaving Disney, but I'm still a country pop icon type of, like, thing, I feel like they seemed like they fit together. But then the older that they got together, the more they started to, like, drift apart and become more different. And I definitely felt like Miley was the exact opposite of Liam. Mm -hmm. But again, that's, like, that Sagittarius-Capricorn duality that they have. So the one thing that I will say about Sagittarius is, is... 
we can be restless, we can be extravagant, extroverted, blunt, hard to handle. And then when you compare that to Capricorns, I actually have a Capricorn moon, so I'm also familiar with this. Um, Capricorns are more reserved on the outside. Uh, they are hardworking, tend to be more conservative, they're loyal. They kind of have like a more somber, practical outlook on life. And when you have a Sagittarius that is just like all optimism, like sometimes they can butt heads because the Sagittarius will get annoyed at how serious the Capricorn can be. And then Miley, her moon in Scorpio, so she's very jealous. She holds grudges. She needs to dominate. Sometimes that can um, hint at sexual promiscuity, which I feel like her bangers era, like <laughs> that's all that was. Queen era. I love that <laughs> album. I'll go over the timeline because the timeline kind of explains like where they were at in their chart together, uh, their astrological chart of their relationship. So like I said, they got together in June 2009. That's when the last song was filmed. And then they were on and off, on and off, like their entire relationship. Mm -hmm. June 2012, they were engaged. And then September 2013, like the next year, the engagement was off. And I think around that time is when Banger's era was. And Miley was wilding out, wrecking ball, like, all of that. Oh, yeah. She twerked on stage with Robin Thicke, and everyone lost their dang minds. Oh, true. Um, again, Sagittarius, like, so that's normal Sagittarius behavior, like, wilding out. And then July 2015, Miley came out as Pan, which, like, just made a lot of sense. I feel like it made a lot of sense for Miley to come out like that. And then... What didn't make sense was later, six months later, January 2016, Miley and Liam got engaged again, and I was like, what is going on? And so this is post-Bangers era. This is, like, leading up to her releasing Malibu, mm -hmm. and it just didn't make sense to me at all. I was like, ah, you know what? Maybe Young Love, they fell back in love with each other and all of that. The engagement did not make sense to me at all, but who cares about that? December 2018, they got married. And then August 2019, they were divorced. So on and off, on and off for nine years, almost yeah. a decade. And then they ended up just getting divorced. And the reason why they got divorced, I think Liam is the one that filed for divorce. And they said it was like um, unreconcilable differences. Because Liam is a jerk. Yes, essentially. Like his chart shows that he can be a huge jerk. So like Capricorns in general can be known for being very cold mm -hmm. and distant. Mm -hmm. They are very loyal people. So that's one thing to say. And then his Leo moon, like he just thinks he's better than everyone else essentially. But there's other points in his chart that say that he's very traditional. So when Miley came out as Pan and then later on they got engaged, I was like, I feel like Liam wouldn't like that Miley was Pan because his chart just shows him as a very traditional person. And on top of that, he has difficulty expressing his emotions with confidence. So he is very reserved, doesn't like to talk about his feelings. He just wants to like keep pressing. Um, he's not very sensitive, but other things in his chart show that he has like the best intentions in his mind. Like he may seem like he's mean, but really it's just coming from a good place. And he's a kind person. He's just very reserved and closed off. And another thing that I thought was ironic in his chart is that he has a hard time letting go of what no longer serves him. Mm -hmm. So I think he was like holding on to like the good memories that he had of him and Miley from when they first met. 
And then when Miley evolved and changed as a person, he was hoping that he could bring the old Miley back, but it, it was just too far gone at that point, I feel like. Yeah, but I feel like he was also coping using all the alcohol oh, and drugs 100%. and everything. Yeah, 100%. And that's another thing that I guess people did know about it, but I didn't think it was that well known because I didn't know until I researched it that he was a big partier. Like, he would party a lot with his friends, and then Miley would be at home with all the animals or something. So one thing about Sagittarius's is they know how to party hard, but it's not all the time. Like, when we're home, we like to be home with our people and relax. We like deep conversations and all of that. And I definitely think Liam did not get the bad boy recognition that he should have gotten during that time. And then I feel like a lot of men were like, oh, Miley's just, like, wild and crazy and didn't know how to be a wife. And I'm like, oh, get out of here with that shit. Like, Like, that's just what from, like, I've seen, like, written on, like, message boards and like gossip rags and stuff like that. I love Miley. Like, she's my ride or die Sagittarius and we're around the same age. So that's why I feel like I can understand why she's doing what she's doing and I respect it. So like she has points in her chart that show that she is a very hard worker. She's very ambitious. She has a lot of artistic talent. She is original and she craves change. So that's why everything that she does, all of her different eras that she moves through, it makes so much sense to me because it's just reflected in her birth chart. Mm-hmm. And then she also has signs of being a workaholic. So, I mean, I'm sure that's taken a toll on her health. It's taken a toll on her relationship. And, you know, I'm sure Liam, he needs someone that's not a celebrity, someone that's just going to be like staying at home holding down the fort for him and that's not Miley that's never been Miley you know what other couple that reminds me of we don't like him Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris. yeah and how Chris now is like oh look at my my beautiful wife at home yeah that relationship infuriates me if it works for them that's perfect I just think it's a shame that these men are landing these bad bitches and trying to put them in a box. Yes. Like, hello, you're completely ignoring yeah. all of the greatness and potential that is exactly. Miley or Anna Ferris or all these other women. And another thing about Miley that I think people don't realize is that she is a huge humanitarian, so she has her Happy Hippie Foundation, mm-hmm. and that is in her birth chart. Like, that's one of her missions in life that she is called to do, is to help people. So, Liam, does he have anything in his chart like that? I don't know, because I don't care. Um, <laughs> but I just think that it's it's very interesting and telling, like, when you dive into the astrology of their chart, and you see, like, clips of Miley and Liam together on the red carpet, and how he treated her in certain times, and you're like, wow, it really does make sense that he, like you were saying, he wanted to put Miley in a box. He was like, I met you like this. Mm -hmm. I want you to stay like this. I'm mad at you for not being like this. And then he coped with it by partying with his friends and leaving Miley at home. And she felt, you know, as her Scorpio moon, she felt very possessive. She she felt very passionate about the way she was being treated. She had been treated and then she acted out in retaliation. And then she released Slide Away and it all Mm -hmm. made sense. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, as far as like that couple pairing goes, like I definitely think it makes a lot of sense. And I can see points in Miley and Liam's relationship, how they can somewhat relate to John and Chrissy's as like a female Sagittarius versus Mm -hmm. Capricorn man. And I think the biggest difference here is 
that Chrissy's Cancer Moon plays really well with John's Capricorn Sun because Cancer Moon is big about home life, like I mentioned, and then uh, the Capricorn Sun is very traditional and reserved. And so I think that, that they have that going for them where Miley and Liam, like... <laughs> There are moon signs I think did more harm than good for them and then the other points in their chart like you could tell that they had like some similar goals and similar passions like they're both very hard working but other than that <laughs> you know the differences ended yeah but yeah I I look back at that relationship and I can see how diehard fans are very sad that they broke up but for me their breakup wasn't like the end of the world I, it just felt like oh this makes sense yeah, definitely a long time coming for sure. I feel like after the Bangers era, because she had some heart-wrenching songs on that album yeah. that really poured out her feelings for Liam, and after that, it was kind of hard for me to see them the same way. Mm-hmm. And then just seeing that, I don't know, I felt like Miley was not at her full potential when she was with Liam after mm-hmm. they got back together again, just because she just didn't seem... She just seemed so, like, like not herself. Yeah. Like, she seemed very reserved. Like, she was trying to, like, just make Liam happy and make it work because maybe that's the only relationship that made sense to her at the time. But I'm glad that they're no longer together. Miley deserves someone that will appreciate all the amazing things that she's going to accomplish in her lifetime. Mm -hmm. Like, she has a lot of points in her chart that show that she's going to make big waves. So Liam wasn't, he wasn't the guy to support her through that. Definitely not. Okay, so now that we're done talking about our couples, the next thing we're going to talk about is best and worst Sagittarius traits. So for those of you that don't know or have never met a Sagittarius or maybe you don't realize it, we're just going to go over some of the things that make us who we are. So the first thing is that Sagittariuses love deep conversations. We're very philosophical, like big brain type of people. But at the same time, we like to have a lot of fun and we're very spontaneous. One of the stereotypes about us is that we like to travel And when we're friends with people, like, we are ride or die. But at the same time, if we realize that we're not meant to be, one of the bad traits about us is we will ghost you. (laughs) Sometimes without notice, sometimes you don't get any closure from a Sagittarius because we'll just, like, up and dip. And another thing is we're unintentionally super mean. And I think it's just because that's one of the traits of our sign is we don't have a lot of tact and so we just speak like the first thing that comes into our mind it's like brain to mouth there's no filter whatsoever and it comes off as mean sometimes and we don't realize it and you know that's probably one of like the worst traits I would say a lot of feedback that I've gotten for me is that I lack tact which you know looking at my birth chart makes a lot of sense because I have a stellium in Sagittarius <laughs> yeah Oh, trust me, you definitely hurt my feelings a lot when I, we were kids. Yeah, and, you know, that's one of the things that I try to work on, because it's one of my blind spots, is, like, being cognizant of other people's feelings. And the thing that we kind of touched on earlier in the episode is that Sagittarius are very polarizing. So because of their bluntness, you either love them or you hate them. So I've never met a Sagittarius that someone was just in the middle about. It's either they've got strong feelings, either or about part of them, their traits, 
how they portray themselves in the world. As far as celebrity goes, there's a lot of famous Sagittariuses, and it is because we are so polarizing. So a big one is Nicki Minaj, another one's Jake Gyllenhaal, Raven Simone from That's So Raven, or The Cosby Show when she was little, Tyra Banks, oh gosh. Jay-Z, Charlie Puth, Britney Spears, Jon Stewart, Katherine Heigl, and then like we talked about, Christy and Miley. Taylor Swift is also a Sagittarius. Amanda Seyfried. Yes. She's Who? What list. other Sagittariuses do you have on your list? Oh, well, I thought we were just picking the ones that we liked and the ones that we don't like, and you already mentioned both of my, <laughs> both of my people. Well, so I have a hard time picking a Sagittarius that I don't like because I identify with them, so I'm like, I mean, respect the game. Well, let me pick mine, okay? Okay, okay go over the ones that you like and you don't like. The ones that I like, I, of course, love Taylor Swift. I love Miley. I love Amanda Seyfried. I mentioned all three of those. I feel like I mainly have something to say about the Sagittarius that I don't like. And what's hard for me is that I really used to love this person, and I do enjoy her music. I think that she is very entertaining. Her recent interactions on social media have made me realize that she's probably not a celebrity that I want to support, and that is Nicki Minaj. And I know that that is going to... That's a hot take. Yeah, yeah, that is a hot take because people, especially the Barbs, the Barbs, they should be all Sagittarius because they are definitely ride or they, die for I think they Nicki might Minaj. all be... Sagittariuses are all fire all signs. All fire signs at the very least because, gosh, I will see someone make just one comment about Nikki and it's not even anything crazy and the Barbs will just attack them. And so I should probably be very careful. But my thing with Nikki is that I used to love her a few years ago whenever it was mainly about her music, but I think what's really caused her to get more negative attention, for one, is the fact that there are more female rappers that are starting to be successful, mm-hmm. and Nikki feels like all of them owe her something, which, to be fair, Nikki did help pave the way, but there are also rappers before Nikki that paved the way for her. Oh, 100%. So it's, it's ridiculous that she feels like every up-and-coming rapper, like... Is she gonna cut Missy Elliott a check? Like, right. come on, girl. No, she thinks that she's the one who... What about Lil' Kim? Are we just, like, ignoring Lil' Kim? Like, come on. Nikki doesn't really mention those people. She just calls every up-and-coming rapper her son. And it's like, okay, we get it. You think that you are the mother to all these people, but at the same time, they're the ones that are still releasing really great music. And what is she doing? She's running her mouth like a Sagittarius. Okay, not just running her mouth, but she's just sampling all these other songs and putting a new little take on it. True, very true. Yeah, like her most recent hit, what is it, Super Freaky Girl or something like that? Yeah, that's a sample. Yeah, and so that's what she's doing, whereas the up-and-coming female rappers that are getting more attention, like Megan Thee Stallion and... um, Wait, do her and Megan have beef? A little bit. They do have a little bit Who of beef. Who could up. ever have beef with Megan? Well, that's the thing. Because like you said, the writer dies. What is Drake? Drake is a cancer, I think. I don't know. Drake's Drake is trash. Something. But since Drake and Lil Wayne and Nicki are all this little bubble, whenever Meg was having her thing with Tory Lanez and DaBaby and all of that, I think that is what caused more of the issue. And um, then Lotto, who I also really like, I love Lotto. Lotto got into a lot of trouble with Nikki, um, and Nikki like recorded their call, but so did Lotto, and it was a Drake whole is a big Scorpio, thing. which makes sense because oh, of duh. Scorpio. Yeah, I didn't know he was a Scorpio. Yeah. Okay. No. Back. Back to Lotto. So Lotto and Nikki got into it on Twitter recently, and people were really upset with her. But it's like you can't 
just because you were iconic for a decade or so doesn't mean that you have a pass moving forward for every little thing that she does. Because not only has Nicki been very problematic to other female rappers, which I don't like because you should support. Mm -hmm. should yeah, support, support each other. Women. Yeah, yes, exactly. exactly. So that part of it, but also the fact that Nicki makes a lot of excuses for abusers. She, yes. and I don't like Not that. So when I found out about that, like it, it did put me off Nicki. Like I was really upset and I was like, I'm hoping that this is just like a lapse in judgment for her and she like comes to her senses or whatever. But yeah, that was really upsetting. I did not like it. I think I like removed Nikki from all my playlists at that point. It's upsetting because she has such a big platform. So for her to keep just making excuses for these people and to keep supporting them and providing a platform for them, it, it just doesn't sit right with me at all. She has so much power over like a big population and for her to not make a statement and to I mean isn't she married to someone who's also an abuser? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I stopped I stopped <laughs> following her for a little bit. So I'm not like completely clued into the Nikki drama. I just get like the little bits and pieces that make it into pop culture. So, yeah, that that was like really disappointing, but I mean, again, that's like such a Sagittarius thing to do is just double down, which is like it can be a good and a bad thing like I see myself doing it a lot, like, uh, like if someone gets offended by what I say and I know it's right, like, I'll double down on it, so, I mean, yeah, Nikki, but... that's what she's doing, she's doubling down, Oh, She's doubling down, and I feel like she's just hurting her yeah, reputation she's, in the process. Yeah, she's making herself look bad, so, mm, unfortunate. Well, because they're just gonna keep, more and more female rappers are going to emerge and become famous, and what is Nikki gonna do? Keep yeah. sampling all these songs, okay? Exactly. I don't know. I did used to really love Nicki, and there are definitely times where songs will just come on randomly, like if I'm listening to a radio station mm -hmm. on Spotify. And I will still give it a listen, but overall, I do not support Nicki. Okay, so what's the other Sagittarius then? Oh, the ones that I like. Well, I mean, I feel well, like... that you said that you didn't like. Oh, it's mainly her. <laughs> Sorry, I really put you in know most what? If, of my... If Nicki is the most problematic Sagittarius then I'm okay with that. Well, you know that I really love Sagittarius. We've yeah, talked about it. Yeah. I have a lot of Sagittarius friends. I have you and Cody in my life, mm -hmm. my boyfriend. You know, I love Sagittarius people. But it's just whenever people, like you said, whenever they double down, yes. I don't like that. I feel like if you realize you catch yourself doing a little too much, just apologize. Yeah. We're all adults. You can own up to it and step back. But, I, I mean, what you're saying about the doubling down, I... I get it. Yeah, and that's something that I had to come to terms with myself, too, because I try to be very cognizant of my blind spots, so if I find out that I'm absolutely 100% wrong, then I'll be like, okay, I was wrong, and then I'll leave it at that. Like, I'll acknowledge that I was wrong. Yeah. I mean, I won't bend over backwards to apologize unless I, like, seriously, like, did something in someone's life, but for the most part, I'll just acknowledge that it happened and then keep pushing. I, I forgot to mention another when it comes to Nikki enabling abusers, whenever she kept having those songs with 6 9 Ugh. Yeah, I had yeah. to, like, dig that out of my brain because I try to block it out. Things I didn't like listen to those songs She's Oh, I didn't either. She always is trying to give platforms to these people, and for what reason? Yeah, I, I have no idea, but come on, Nikki, get it together, girl. Just, if she comes out with an apology, I might forgive her, but... I could forgive her, but she would definitely have to, she would have to address all of the abusers that are in her life. And what's also sketchy to me, the fact that she's been so blatant about people that are known to be abusers, is the fact that she's so close with Drake, and now Drake is starting to get in hot water for all of the underage girls that he talks to. Yeah, what the hell is up with that? 
And I stopped listening to Drake's. I haven't listened to any of Drake's new music. Ugh, I just don't understand what it is with these people. But you notice in hip hop that a lot of people are friends with. They're friends with like the heavy hitters, and then. Well, either that or they'll excuse those people because mm-hmm. they may be guilty of it themselves. Yeah. So Nikki associates herself with a lot of people who have, you know, hurt women or children or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. And then you look at who else she associates with, Drake, who has been getting more in the spotlight for that with, like, Millie Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. And But it's just, it's creepy. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. And it also makes me wonder what else is going on behind closed doors that we don't see mm-hmm. or hear about. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, so the thing that sucks is, like, whenever these things come out about artists, like, it really puts me off on them. Like, I haven't listened to any Chris Brown music willingly since what happened with Rihanna. Like, anytime he comes on something like I skip him dislike it down like thumbs down it so it won't come back on my playlist and it makes me upset when other artists that I like collaborate with him because I feel betrayed I'm like okay like sure everyone else has moved on but I haven't (laughs) well speaking of Chris Brown did you see the recent interview he did where he was explaining that Rihanna started beating on him first in the car and so then people are like this we're not gonna make 2020 year 2022 the year that we think abusers may have been right Uh, no 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 no. okay so here's the thing Two wrongs don't make a right. True. So if Rihanna was beaten on him, he could have driven them both to the police station and said, my girlfriend was beaten on me. Okay? He didn't have to beat the shit out of Rihanna. Like, yeah, because the photos. Literally. In the interview, he literally. did say he only punched her once, but when you look at the photos, that's not just no, one punch. No, that's not one punch. Like, yeah, come absolutely on now. Like, not. Her face was, like, battered and bruised, like, completely swollen. Like Cuts on her lip. Yeah, that's not one punch. Like, no. uh, clearly he was doing other things if it was just one punch. But yeah, like, that whole situation just made me so upset. And I, as a fan, was never able to recover from that incident. And again, goes back to my Sagittarius ride or die. Like, okay, Rihanna threw the first punch. But guess who came out unscathed in that situation? Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. And then career-wise, guess who came out unscathed? Chris Brown. So... But I feel like the reason that people are even giving it a listen, giving that interview a listen, is because people like Nikki are allowing those people mm-hmm. to continue to have a spotlight and the people that keep collaborating with Chris Brown. They're giving mm-hmm. him yeah. that doorway open. And I just... It's, I, yeah, it's very problematic. And it's it's a systemic issue for sure. And as an outsider to, like, the music industry and that community, I'm sure there's a lot of nuances that we don't know about. But yeah. Nikki, as a Sagittarius, should do better. She needs to come off of the shit list and yeah. either apologize or, like, have a coming-to-Jesus moment. I'm sure it goes all the way back to, like, someone's got something on Nikki, and that's why maybe she does still collaborate with these people or maybe she's just a terrible person i don't know any sign has the potential to be a terrible person (laughs) i mean yeah that's true and i mean everyone has different placements that interact a certain way to make them the way that they are (laughs) yeah nikki does have a sagittarius mercury so she is more prone to saying stupid shit compared to other people I have a Sagittarius Mercury, so I always feel like I have to watch myself because, like, I'll say something completely unhinged and think nothing of it, and then someone's like, wait, what? Like, that's really messed up. And I'm like, oh, well, let me just <laughs> backpedal on that. No, but I, I'm going to say one last thing about Nikki, and then I'll be done. Whenever she references it, references it in songs all the time where she's talking about these bitches are my sons, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. My thing is, and you know this, you've spoken on it too on your personal Instagram, is that 
if you are being a mentor or you're wanting to be a mentor to people, mm-hmm. you want to build them to be better than you because that just, you know, that furthers, like, your leadership skills and all of mm-hmm. that. Not that rapping is really, like, all about but leadership. But, yeah, you want to, like, propel these people mm-hmm. forward because yeah. if you want to claim that you're paving the way for other female artists, actually pave the way and then push them down the road. Right. Like, don't just set up, like, every single roadblock in place for right. these people because then you're not building a legacy. Right. At that point, which if that's truly what Nikki wants to do, then she should be empowering these other female artists, not trash talking them and saying that, oh, they're copying her. Like, come on now. Like, yeah. obviously, like, there's enough fame, there's enough money to go around for everyone that has talent. Like, get over yourself. Oh, no, now the barbs are going to come after me. Yikes. Well, well, anyway, thanks so much for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you liked it, Share it with a friend. Please leave a review. Post it on your socials. Speaking of socials, we have an Instagram. It's called at sistersigns.pod, P-O-D. And we started posting astrology memes on there. There's going to be more stuff coming out on that Instagram if you want to give it a follow. But yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.